0: Southeast Radio's morning mix: chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.
1: Right, uh, yelling councillors. We've heard there from uh, independent deputy Verona Murphy when it came to yeah. the whole housing situation. I let you respond. In, to what in, you
0: interesting said. choice of words, I suppose, to begin with. Uh, look, I, I, I think a lot of business happens within the council. Some councillors may yell. I'm not. I don't believe I'm one of those. It's interesting when I, I also find it very interesting when I hear our national politicians. Um, blaming or wanting to kick down hill to say that the councillors aren't there doing, doing their jobs when it comes to housing. Housing, uh, what was adopted during the, the county plan was driven via national policy. Uh, uh, T.D. Murphy is an elected T.D. She is someone who could have chosen to try and engage with government to join a government even at the time of the last election to try and make the changes she talks quite a lot and articulately on radio about. It's something that I would look forward to seeing at the next election if that's something that she tries to engage with government. It is clear that we don't have enough housing, but we need to build the correct housing. But it is clear we don't have enough. But I would say on a national level, Alan, it is something we just don't seem to do. All of our national politicians don't seem to build for the future. We are a population that is ever increasing. The population in Wexford is projected in the next 10 years could reach 30,000. Yeah. Nationally, we could have over a million people in the next 50 years. We need to build for the future. We need to stop just looking backwards and build. Right. Housing is, is a tipping point on and this, the but housing, just bear with me. Two, two no.
1: housing developments you referred to there. Did, yeah. did, did you as a councillor and your fellow councillors
0: take the eye off the ball on these? But sure, in, what, in what sense, Alan? It, it, went, it went through our planning department and the planners decided to reject those plans. That's something that, as a specific individual case, wouldn't have come in front of us. But the larger substantive issue here is we don't build for the future, whether that be educationally, whether that be from a roads point of view, right. from a sustainability point of view, Alan. And I think it's beholden on everybody who's involved with national politics start talking that way. We're in an election cycle, and it is, it's really interesting to hear our national politicians kicking down against councillors say that we're not doing our jobs I would say they're the ones who drive policy. Let them please start doing that. And if that's if that's about getting into government, do that. But make it clear for for Verona Murphy and all other TDs out there what their intentions are because we're about to see the announcement in the days ahead of the Boundary Commission. Okay. And we're going to, it's gonna be very clear what the makeup of Wexford could be. In, in the years right. ahead. So I look forward to seeing that. And I will engage with Councillor Murphy on this if she wishes. All right.
1: Okay, well I do engage because a, a conversation, and dialogue is important but I'm going to have to take a short commercial break for the bingo and then I'll come back and we, we look at uh, our Bolt bikes that you and I actually cycled on when they came to Wexford first off. Right. Leonard, uh, a few weeks ago at this stage, now maybe even a couple of months ago, I, I ventured down to Westgate and we
0: actually... It's back in May, would you believe? It,
1: I is, it, is it that long yeah. ago? Yeah, and we, we, we ventured and we, we took the Bolt bike, Yes e-bike out for a cycle Mm -hmm. and I found the whole thing very very interesting, just wondering how have they been received?
0: They, they, okay from from what I've heard back from Bolt is that they are actually well exceeding the expectations that they had for Wexford in other words the people of Wexford are absolutely embracing them, Uh, they are being used they're being used by a wide demographic of individuals so they do seem to be very successful, they expanded on the, the original numbers, I think we're up to about 60 bikes now around the town uh, like everything and I would say this was initially put in as a trial so from a council point of view and why I liked the scheme and why I pushed for it was it was very low risk from a council perspective both Bolt own the bikes, Bolt bring in the the infrastructure, they maintain the bikes. The council had to literally just give space within the public realm for Bolt to have these geolocated bikes. So it was extremely low risk if it didn't work out. Thankfully it is working out. So I suppose now the point that we need to start looking at is, and I would hope that as the months go on, as as we close out the year that we will say yes, this is an absolute success and we'll sign off on it long term. Then we start putting some more infrastructure in place. Because yes, I am getting feedback that sometimes the. Falling over, or people are pushing them over. They're not being vandalised. They're sometimes. not They're being vandalised. Not, so, not yeah. that I, I don't have an understand that they are. They are sometimes falling over, yes, and being left not maybe as uh, ideally as they should. So if we are to have them here long term, I would be pushing that we get infrastructure like bike racks in place for them. But I would implore people as much as possible. The current scheme, they shouldn't be parked at bike racks. Right. There are limited enough bike racks in and around Wexford. So the racks that are there are generally for other people's bicycles, as such, both are freestanding. Free stand them in the way that, they and are. have
1: they only been rolled out in the Wexford district so far, Leonard?
0: Uh well, they, they start in Sligo, then they went to Kilkenny. But, but, in Wexford, in
1: County Wexford, just in Wexford town.
0: Yes, right. yeah, yeah, just in Wexford town. So, and,
1: and are they likely to be seen in gorthy Gore, and Uras and Bunclody? I'd have
0: to have that chat with our cycling officer to see, and then she would have that conversation with Bolt. Uh, I'm not sure in terms of the population size, for example. What, what their population is. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I think a yeah. town like Inascorthy would be absolutely ideal mm-hmm. to have these bikes. Really? I think it would, it would be very, very useful to have them. Uh, but yeah, so far it's encouraging people to get out on the bikes, to get fresh air. It's cutting down on car journeys on the roads. And I think what it's really doing is showing people that if you put in the infrastructure, this is e-bikes, but also in terms of what we will have to do in terms of more dedicated cycle infrastructure, yeah. the people will use it.
1: Okay. Um, there's another element that I want to discuss with you as well. I mean, that's positive about the Bolt bikes. That, yeah. uh, uh, but you're concerned, and you're not the only one that's concerned, about cars parking up on footpaths oh, yeah. for people walking. Um, I know the National Council for the Blind are very, very strong on this. Yeah. And you would like to raise this issue this morning. And I suppose you're basically asking people to stop. Now, in certain situations and in certain uh, of the areas that I run in, uh, motorists have to pull in because I'm, sh- I'm sure their cars are going to be damaged if they don't pull in. So yeah. So uh, what's your view on this? There
0: there's, there's a mix of things on this Alan. Okay, I when I raised this issue about a year ago in the council and I was what I was told is that there's light touch when it comes to enforcement of the parking regs. Now, I understand there are certain communities within Wexford in terms of the houses that they have that they've no alternative but to park at least partly on the path. I totally understand that. But what I would like us to be able to do as a district is to look at those houses and give them options. So I've seen a number of houses in and around Wexford, in some of the areas you're probably talking about, yeah. where people have taken out their front gardens and they've created parking bays where they could actually take their, their cars off-road. That's, a, that's something I think we should explore in terms of putting a scheme together that would maybe encourage people to take those cars. But there are other things, Alan. We see it every match day, for example. Like people literally parking on a path and stopping people from accessing that is wholly and completely unacceptable it's just it just you, to, to, to literally block a full path that's not the people i'm talking about who have to do it because they're living in an area that they literally have no alternative so we need to be more scientific on this. We need to look at the areas that have no alternative. And if they get a permit to park in certain areas, fine. But then we need to, like everything else, design on the medium and long term that we, that we try to design these issues out, whether it is through... And it. has
1: it risen its head again in recent weeks, in recent days?
0: Well, I, well I'm, I'm constantly getting people oh, yeah. contacting it, But I suppose there was a recent match where I saw it myself in my own area up around Clonard where there was some extreme examples of individuals literally taking up a full path and parking on the path. So I would hope that it was on a Sunday, I would hope that the guards ticketed that individual that I'm thinking of. I Mm. would definitely have hoped so because we have to all be responsible, be cognizant of the people who need to use the path. Right. We just have to.
1: But before we let you go, um, you're looking at the boundaries. I believe Senator Malcolm Byrne will be talking to me about this on Wednesday as well. Interesting yeah. days ahead. What's happening with these electoral boundaries?
0: Well, look, we're, none of us are going to know for certain until Wednesday. Uh, but all the, the noise is indicating that Wexford will be impacted. So either we'll be split into two, three seaters or we'll remain a five seater with part of North Wexford being potentially given to another district. So f- I suppose from my perspective as somebody who lives in Wexford town, if we are cut into a three-seater yep. that does create that interesting dynamic that now we're going to be voting in Wexford instead of five TDs three so it is always to be conscious of the fact when the next elections come up who are we electing are we electing right. a government are we electing somebody who is just representing the local So, we have to be very conscious of that because we don't have the option of having a government T.D. further up the road. They're going to be in the Wexford district or not. So, there's interesting times ahead, I think.
1: That's for sure. And
0: Wednesday, all will be revealed. Wednesday, all going to be revealed.
1: Thank you for joining me. When are the councillors back again in
0: council? Uh, September. Yeah, the the second week of, second Monday of September. So, Uh, coming soon. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.